Welcome back to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 27, Big Brother is Watching. Do you ever get the feeling like you're being watched as you walk down the street? Have ever had a conversation in public with someone only to find out you're having to whisper because you think someone might be eavesdropping on your conversation? Ever feel like someone is staring right at you while you're sitting at a red light? Well, today we talk about the practices that some sellers are taking to protect their home and what that means for buyers when it comes to touring these homes during the home buying process. My name is Lou Lombardi, and here's your real estate sleuth, Jason Wilcox. <laughs> Did you mean to say sleuth or sloth? <laughs> you're definitely not a, not a sloth, man. You are, you're Johnny on the spot. So no, sleuth. I was about to say, I was about to say, if you talk to some ladies I knew back in high school, never mind, we won't go there. Let's, okay, all right. We'll just, we'll just let bygones <laughs> remember, be bygones. Remember, remember, Jason, it's a podcast about real estate. <laughs> this is true. This is true. If it were a podcast about my life in high school and college, oh, dear Lord. Again, we won't go down that rabbit hole. However, so. if you'd like us to do a podcast about that, let us know. That would be that. Yeah. Yeah. Please leave that in the comment section. We'll see what kind of response we get. <laughs> so besides that, besides reminiscing down uh, memory lane, how are you doing today, Lou? I'm doing great. Doing uh, doing great. And this is an interesting topic because we are living in this era where people have, uh, you know, camera systems, yep. ADT, Vivint, these these different companies. It's very easy. to. In fact, you can even just go buy the little setups yourself uh, on Amazon and, you know, wire it, you know, through your Wi-Fi, hook it up to your laptop and yep. you can monitor everything that goes on in your house. And I could understand why sellers might want to pay attention to yes. what's going on. So um, what types of surveillance are, are we sort of encountering out there uh, when it comes to, uh, to, to the seller's homes? Yes. So we are talking about two types of surveillance, but before we do that, I okay. just want to offer one brief disclaimer about this episode. That is that today we're just kind of talking about the nuts and bolts of what's going on in the real estate community. Uh, I am not a lawyer, nor do I ever want to be one. Uh, <laughs> we're not really here to discuss the legality. I know this is a big hot topic right now. Um, really, I think at the state level and even at the national level about what is legal You know, when it comes to video recording audio recording, things of that nature. We're not here to discuss the legality of that as new law comes available and, and becomes pertinent to our practice. We will adjust, but really we're just talking kind of about the nuts and bolts and things that I recommend my buyers and sellers to do to just be careful to protect themselves. Right, right. We can't exactly. And, but we're just letting you know that this, you may encounter this right uh, when you're out there touring homes. Right. So the two main things that we're looking at is we're looking at video surveillance and we're looking at audio surveillance. Um, the two big things that we're noticing is that um, sellers will a lot of times have surveillance cameras set up around the uh, interior of their home and the exterior, whether it's surveillance cameras outside to keep an eye about what's going on in the front yard and the backyard, whether it's baby monitors, um, you know, upstairs in the baby room, whether it's just cameras they have throughout the house. People do have surveillance video wise uh, throughout their home. The other thing that's becoming very popular um, is audio recording. And um, where we see that most popular is in, you know, baby nursery monitors, you know, so they can right. hear and see what's going on with the baby, as well as the ring doorbells. Those are very, very common uh, these days. So those are the two types of surveillance that we're seeing in 
sellers' homes as buyers are going into to tour the property. So, okay, then <laughs> what do you what do you talk about? What do you not talk about? How do you let's talk about the audio, I guess, first then. So sure. how do you what kind of cautions would you give people about this? Sure. So the first caution I give everyone, and I know this goes without saying, but just assume you're being recorded. Just be, just assume that everything you are saying, everything you are doing is being recorded. So that way there's never a question of what you have said or done. If you always go in with that mentality, you will be fine. So a lot of these things are common sense practices, but when it comes to what is appropriate to talk about, think about what you would want people saying about your home. Compliment the home, point out the nice features, point out the things that you like. You know, maybe you really like the granite countertops. Maybe you really like the paint colors. Maybe you really like the carpet. Be complimentary. So that way, if sellers are listening in, they don't feel like you're tearing their home apart from the- This place the is a real dump. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally, Lou, I earlier today, I was showing a house that between the carpet and the wallpaper, there was no way I would have been able to fall asleep in this bedroom. There was so much color. Let, let alone if I had had a few cocktails before I went to bed. There's just like, you just, but you don't talk about it. You just, right. you let it go. You laugh about it in the car afterwards, but try to, try to be complimentary uh, about that. It's also okay to talk about um, your wants and needs. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, looking at a dining room and going, oh yeah, we have our eight foot table and it's got, you know, these six chairs and we could put this here and we could put the wine fridge here. And it's okay to talk about the space as it relates to your needs. I tell buyers all the time, there's nothing wrong with a house that doesn't fit your needs. I have toured beautiful two, three, four, $500,000 homes that are absolutely beautiful, but, but they don't meet the buyer's needs and there's nothing wrong with that. So it's okay to talk about the space as it's going to pertain to what you need it to do. And again, if something doesn't work for you, it's okay. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, a perfect example I can give is I have had many homes out there where there it's three bedrooms, two bedrooms upstairs, one bedroom on the main level. If you're a, a newlywed family with, with a couple of young kids, you don't necessarily want to figure out who you love less, who's going to sleep downstairs on the main level while the rest of you sleep upstairs. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Somebody who has a teenage child may not worry about them being on the main level while everyone else is upstairs. That's a perfect example. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a space that's not working for your needs. Um, now what about how you, cause I know we talked about this before, you know, you don't flush the toilets, yes. you don't go through the refrigerator, you don't help yourself to snacks or drinks or anything like that. Yeah. But when you're being video recorded and, and some of these systems don't have sound, they right. just, they, they're just, they are just video. So what would, how would we, what would you suggest when yeah. you're encountering the, that? And that that that's this is kind of a recap from an, a, a previous podcast episode we did, which is just the common sense things. Don't let kids run around. You know, don't be sitting on the couch. Don't lay on the bed. Don't be used in the bathroom. Like I said, don't be rooting through people's stuff. Don't be going through the medicine cabinets. Now, <laughs> again, you, you wouldn't think you'd have to tell grown adults this stuff, but you do. <laughs> oh, it looks like somebody has diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Frequently at that, there's four bottles of this. 
but yeah, you, 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 what you just want to, you want to, you want to be polite. You know, it is okay to open the stuff that comes with the house. It's okay to open the pantry. If the appliances are coming with, it's okay to open the, the refrigerator just to look, to see what it's like. It's okay to open the stuff that's, you know, the, the, the closet, uh, doors that's okay. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to look under the bed. You're not going to open up the, the, the nightstands and, and, and things like that. Um, you don't want to do that. The other thing that you don't want to do kind of going back to the, the, the audio side of things, if there is audio, the two things you want to avoid is you want to avoid bad mouthing the sellers tastes, designs, you know, <laughs> wallpaper choices. It is what it is. Just now, of course, you could make an argument for the fact that if you see 1970s wallpaper and 1960s carpet, does the seller probably have a, um, uh, a, a, a camera for, uh, from 2020? Probably not, probably not but right. <laughs> nevertheless, you don't want to take that risk. Um, the other big thing that a lot of people are not aware of, and this is something I, I caution buyers all the time. You don't want to talk price. My job as an agent is to get you the best price possible. So the last thing you want to say is, oh, they're asking $150. let us offer $140. But you know what? If we get $145, we'll be happy. Well, you, you, you just, just blew. <laughs> yeah. You just blew your, your entire negotiations right then and there. So don't talk price. Don't talk terms. Don't talk conditions. Wait till you get back to the office or the car, or if you're going to be doing a, a virtual offer writing on Zoom or something like that. Wait until you're away from the house to discuss what you want to offer. Um, let me ask you this: just just to sort of like turn the tables here, is it okay for somebody touring the house, a potential buyer, to whip out their cell phone and take photos? <laughs> so the thing is, um, so and, and let me just give you the logic behind it because Jason, I go out with Jason and he shows me five houses in one day. So right. for me to kind of keep everything straight, maybe I want to take some photos with my cell phone. Is that what are your sort of talk, talk about that? Is that good, bad, no, what? Here's the way I view it. And and Lou, you're a music guy. So I'm curious to see if you agree with me on, on this or not. You know, what? why do people say one of the worst things you can do is, at a music festival or a music concert is to record the concert? Well, if you do, you're not really in the moment. You know, right. you don't get to enjoy the concert. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a fellow musician too. I have a background in music and I feel the same way. If you're going to see a band live, be there in the moment. That's what you want to remember, not some crappy cell phone recording. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's kind of the same thing with, 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 with your cell phone. I promise you that 99 times out of 100, you are not going to take any better pictures of the home than what's already on Zillow or the Multilist or gotcha. Realtor.com or Coal Banker Homes or wherever you're looking. So how about you take advantage of the realtor that took time out of their day to actually meet you in person to walk through? It's your chance to experience the house you know, in its truest form. So can you take pictures? Can you take video you can obviously i have to put the disclaimer out there of don't do anything inappropriate or illegal with it you know make sure that if you're taking pictures and video that it's only for your personal use right. and delete it when you're done because i'm not encouraging anything like that but really you should be in the moment you know you can't get a feel for how big that deck is or how sturdy that deck is from the pictures when you're there in person that's what you want to do you can't get a sense for how damp that basement is by the pictures take the advantage of being there in person and soaking it all in. 
great, great uh, uh, explanation there. Now, what is your liability or responsibility being being in the home? Because you're bringing these people in. If they misbehave, are you in trouble? <laughs> I am. I am. And that, and not not to sound like mother hen over here. Unfortunately, <laughs> part of the reason I do this podcast or do this type of episode is because. Unfortunately, I'm the licensed professional. I'm the one who's supposed to know better. So if kids are running around and breaking stuff, well, technically the licensed professional that let them in the home allowed it to happen. You know, if I, and, and, and as kind of a side note, that's why when I'm walking through the house, I'm, I'm like, Mr. Anal retentive, making sure those windows are locked, the doors are locked, the lights are shut off as we go, because those all fall back on me as well too. If I forget to turn off a light, um, and it get, or if I if I let a toilet run, and you know no one's in the house for another three weeks, and all of a sudden I was the last one to show it, I'm liable for that toilet running for three weeks and that nine hundred dollar you know water bill that the <laughs> right the seller now gets. So my liability is I'm responsible for everything that happens. The other reason why nothing. Nothing makes me more nervous than when I take uh, the 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 herd of cats family, if you will, and like they go in, and all of a sudden, you know, the husband's downstairs in the basement checking out the electrical panel, the wife's in the kitchen checking out the pantry. We've got two kids running around in the bedrooms. So I'm just like, I I can't keep eyes on everyone at all times. So that's why you really should stick together because your agent's liable. Right. Right. And do you ever have to kind of rein people in, in a nice way? I, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I, I try. Let's put it this way. I, I put on my, I put on my best teacher hat though. I try to do it non-verbally first. I try to just like stare at the kid that's running around or I try to, you know, I don't know, try to do it non-verbally with the way I look or the way I kind of stand and, you know, um, you know, if, if, if I've done this before, we're like, if kids are running around the house and I can kind of sort of position myself in the stairwell so then they can't run around me, there's no, not enough space. It's the beautiful gotcha. part about being a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do something like that. But actually, Lou, I got a, I, I got a quick uh, story to, sure. to share with you. Um, the reason why I talk about stuff like this, um, the West Bend Multi List, where we all house our our listings, actually just sent us out a notice. I think it was yesterday that... Um, and, and disclaimer, we're recording this uh, episode, I think, a couple of weeks early. So when you hear this episode, this would have just been maybe two or three weeks ago. There was a showing that happened where a an agent took in uh, two buyers and the theft and the robbery was happening during the showing. There were two buyers that called up about wanting to see a prospective property. The one buyer was able to get the agent downstairs distracting them about like talking about the electrical panel or the HVAC or whatever. While that was going on, the second buyer was upstairs taking all the tech equipment. Oh my goodness. It was a staged robbery wow. in which they used the agent. Now, luckily in that case, again, not a lawyer, there's things that come into play that, you know, the, 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 the the agent can only do so much, but yeah, that's, that's another podcast episode when we get into the fact that if a, if an agent doesn't want to run out and show you a house in 30 minutes, cause you caught up because you know, you had to see this property at eight 30 on a Wednesday night. There's a reason because unfortunately agents have been taken advantage of. That's terrible. So, that's, yeah. That's it's depressing. I, I, I like to not share too much depressing stuff on this <laughs> podcast, but it, well, yeah. We're going to we're going to touch on one more depressing aspect yes. before we uh, wrap up for today. And that I mean, 
you know, the, in this day and age, you know, there's the whole idea of the masks yes. and some people are going to be fussy about, yes. Hey, you know, if they're watching you, uh, why'd that guy take his mask off? You know, because you know, no one breathing on my stuff or whatever. Yeah. So do you want to address that? Because I don't, what is the etiquette? What, what do you usually do? How do you handle it? Yeah. So right now, um, and, and to be honest, this was, this was kind of the initial thinking about doing this episode, even though I didn't want this to be the basis of this episode, but yeah, right now, Another hot topic along with surveillance is masks. You know, right now as licensed realtors, we follow all CDC guidelines and all mandates and edicts that come down from the, the state governor and the state real estate commission. So we follow that to the law. And if it says, you know, no more than two people in the house and everyone needs to wear masks, that's what we need to be doing. Um, I don't know where it has gone, but at one point, we had a situation in the real estate community where um, an agent was showing two buyers a house and something happened. The buyer, for whatever reason, took their mask off halfway through the showing, never put it back on. The seller saw this on the surveillance, was none the pleased, and actually filed a formal uh, complaint with the State Real Estate Commission. And the showing happened on a Tuesday, and the State Real Estate Commission out of Harrisburg was down in that office by Thursday, ironically, 48 hours later. Um, and and it, I don't know if there was a lawsuit that, that ensued because of it um or if there's pending litigation but yeah. that that seller was not happy and now the buyer and the buyer's agent are going to be responsible now how that plays out i don't know but it happened it happened a right. seller was unhappy because buyers were supposed to be wearing masks and they didn't so and and again this is one of those this is not a legal statement this is not a political statement this is not a constitutional statement this is just right now Medical professionals recommending wearing the masks when you are in somebody else's home, despite what your belief is, you need to have the mask on and you need to leave it on. Now, when you step outside, you can take it off. But while you're in the home, you have to leave it on. Uh, the, those are the rules right now, guys. So just keep yep. that in mind. Uh, what are your any final thoughts on this uh, subject here before we wrap up today, Jason? Yep. I think like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago in a similar episode, just remember, it's the whole golden rule. You're in somebody else's house. So would you want somebody doing what you're doing in your home. If you wouldn't want somebody going through your refrigerator, bad mouthing your tastes, running around, sitting on your couch without your permission, chances are you probably shouldn't do it to somebody else. Okay. The golden rule, right? Do unto yes. others. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if you are a buyer, potential buyer, potential seller, you're interested in purchasing a home, selling a home, then you want to get a hold of Jason at 412-651-4638. You can call or text at 412-651-4638. And you, all, you can also email Jason at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Guys, if you're in somebody's home, you're checking it out with Jason or with, with somebody else, just be respectful Treat it as if, you know, just how you would want to be treated if you were the one uh, selling the house, uh, you know, obey the mask uh, ordinance or, or, or rules or, what, or whatever they are. Don't 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 be go, go, going through this stuff uh, and just assume that you're kind of being watched because you you very possibly could be. So take that under advisement and we'll catch you guys all on the next really real real estate podcast.